Hi, my name's Fedora, and I'm the director of Executive Bar Review, and I want to welcome you to our podcast on the Model Performance Test. Uh, the purpose of this podcast today is to just give you a little bit of insight on what the expectations are from the Model Performance Test, and specific to attorneys who are sitting for the California Attorney's Exam, what attorneys should expect in terms of preparing for the Model Performance Test. And as you all probably know, California recently changed its exam. So where in the past we had two performance exams that were three hours in length, we now have one performance exam, which is only 90 minutes in length. And while that might seem better for some, um, the ability to write that volume of information in a short period of time becomes a little bit difficult. And as a result, some technique is necessary to make sure that attorneys and all California applicants are able to answer the question appropriately. In a subsequent podcast, I'm going to talk about the types of performance exams and we'll do some heavy focus on a general memorandum and then we'll do a focus on brief writing, a more persuasive way to answer a performance test. But for now, I want to give a little bit of an overview about what the expectations are on the performance exam and what you can do initially to give the appearance of a complete response. The performance exam originally was intended to mirror real life practice. And what I mean by that is that the California bar examiners were trying to see whether or not an applicant uh, would be able to handle, let's say, a law firm situation. So when the performance exam was originally designed, applicants were asked to perform as they would in a real life setting. So whether that be drafting a memorandum, a persuasive brief, an appellate brief, a trial brief, applicants were expected to mirror what they would do in practice. The problem, however, with that approach is that an attorney cannot perform in three hours or now in 90 minutes to the same extent they would in a law office setting. While normally it would take us probably a good two weeks or so to draft a motion for summary judgment, you're now asked to do something similar in a 90 minute time frame. So really what's expected of you in practice has nothing to do with what's expected of you on the exam itself. So just like with the essay section of the exam, this portion of the exam requires specific technique to make sure you can absolutely call on not only what's presented to you in the library and file, but now present a coherent response within that 90 minute time frame. Much easier said than done. And yes, practice is essential. Now, there's a lot of uh, chatter out there that suggests that the performance exam doesn't require any studying simply because you don't have to learn anything. All of the material that is necessary for the performance exam is provided for you. The problem with that theory, however, is it could easily take us over an hour to simply read the library and the file, which leaves you very little time to write a passing response. So the number one thing I hear in our um, bar review program is that 
I can't finish the performance exam. I ran out of time. These aren't hard at all. If you had two weeks to complete one of these, you'd do a great job. The problem is we're given only 90 minutes. So now we have to look at what are the important components of a performance exam? Specifically, what are the California graders looking for? And then finally, what can I do in practice to ensure that I'm going to write a solid passing response? So the first thing to consider is that most performance exams are read backwards. And what I mean by that is that a grader is looking to see if you finished. Why do they do this? If they flip to the back of your response and they see that you ran out of time, well, there's no real reason to give you more than a, than a 55, a 60 at best because you didn't complete the task. So the one piece of advice we give all of our applicants is that your conclusion, your last piece of writing better dazzle those graders. So what do you do? You should make sure to leave at least 12 minutes to write a perfect conclusion, even if that means shortcutting another part of your response. Because as I said earlier, the appearance of completion is what is most important. Now your conclusion might be a summation of your arguments or it simply might be the last task you were asked to perform. In any event, you want to give yourself at least those 12 minutes to carefully consider and draft that conclusion. Usually we're running out of time, so I'm going to throw one more thing out at you right now as a reminder. For purposes of the performance exam, your name is bar applicant. You will never at any time put your real name on your exam because that will result in an automatic fail. So remember that you are bar applicant and all performance exams should end with either respectfully submitted bar applicant or sincerely yours bar applicant. Something that is going to acknowledge either the court you're writing to or presumably the managing partner that you're writing to in let's say a memorandum or perhaps even a client opinion letter. And again, in a later podcast, I'm gonna go through the specific mechanics for writing these specific type of performance tests. So my comments today really speak to the overall presentation of the performance test. And also what we should do in terms of breaking down our timing in how to address these exams. So as you all are very uh, well aware, on the day of the exam, you will be presented with what's called a library and a file. And a question we often get is, well, what should I look at first? Should I read the library first? Should I read the file first? What's most important? So our general advice is to first consider the table of contents in your library. And the reason we want to do that is we want to see how many cases and or statutes we're dealing with. If in your table of contents, you see more than two cases, I'm gonna tell you right now, you're gonna jump to that library first. That's because the examiners are telling us, we've got a lot of law to consider here. You've got a lot of reading to get through. 
and every case and statute that's mentioned in a library must be included within your response, period. Now, if I'm only looking at, let's say, one case, then my suspicion is the facts in the file will be more important. And so I'm going to start my reading with that part of the exam first. So again, a quick jump to that library, look to see how many cases we're dealing with. If I see two or more, that's my starting point. If not, I'm going to jump right over to that file to see what's going on. Okay, now with that said, the most important document in the model performance test is called the task memo. The task memo is simply the instruction to you, telling you what you need to do. And you need to spend at least seven minutes with that task memo to outline in detail what the examiners are expected you to do, expecting from you. And so you want to sort of regurgitate that task memo into your laptop or if you're writing the exam on paper so that the beginning of your answer starts to resemble an outline of what that task memo addressed. And again, in a future podcast, I'm going to break down for you and show you exactly how to break down a task memo, how to create headings within your answer, and how to draft paragraphs that are consistent with what the examiners are expecting. So please look out for those. But again, um, the purpose of this morning's podcast is, is really to just give you some insight into what this exam is all about. And it is important, and you do need to prepare for it. It is 150 points. It's worth an essay and a half. So not preparing for the performance exam really could result in you having to take this exam again. And when you commence your studies for the bar exam, it's very important to start considering the performance exam probably after you've finished and have gone through about three topics, three subjects. And then drafting at least six performance exams in practice so that you can get the hang of it. Okay, so that's about it for now. Again, my intent here was to just sort of giving, give you an opening, an introduction to the mechanics of the performance exam. And then I'm going to follow up with the different types of performance exams you might see. And specifically, how to write them, how to address the task memo, your paragraph structure, how long a performance exam should be, and how to write a passing answer within 90 minutes. So stay tuned.